white and blue. We like to win in style, we've done it for a while. It's better to aim very high, then our football story will echo with glory. Hello and welcome to Echoes of Glory, Season 6, Episode 32. I'm Jack, and today is the return of the man, the legend, Abby. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm alright. I'm good. How's it going? Yeah, you know what? I'm I'm good. I mean, it's it's interesting to hear your voice, because I think a lot of us have actually forgotten what that beautiful, beautiful voice of yours sounds like. Um, where have you been? And that's the first question. Where has Abbas been? The last Abby. couple of months. Where's Abby been? Because obviously you you met you met you met a man. How's it going? Like are you two still <laughs> the worst? Um, <laughs> no, where, where have you been? I, life gets in the way. I mean, that's it. That, that's that, two months of not turning up. Just life. Life. Life gets in the way. Life gets in the way. Um, no, nothing beyond that. Not particularly. Your rash has gone down, which is great. <laughs> so obviously, that's, that hasn't been at work for quite a few weeks because of a bad rash. Um, <laughs> that's a lie. But that's life getting in the way. L- life guess, gets in it? the way. I mean, went to the doctors, got it all sorted out. Um, and yeah, here I am. Here I am. Well, it's good to have you back on, um, as vague and as dodgy as you have been about your having your, your time away. Um, I mean, to be fair, you have seen me around. No, haven't. haven't. That- Oh, well, we haven't, haven't haven't seen you at all. That's a lie. Saw me saw me on Thursday on Friday. Nah. <laughs> nah. Um, um, put the message out to the listeners. Me and you were recording tonight, so obviously the first one, as we just touched on, was where you've where have you been? Have an answer that. Our very own ASD. Oh, here we go. Actually, has a question for you. Did Abbas watch WrestleMania? Uh, no, I have not watched WrestleMania. Because life's been getting in the way, has <laughs> it? So <laughs> you haven't been able way. to. Um, however, um, I will be watching it tonight. Um, Interesting. So the first 45 minutes of it this morning whilst getting ready. Thoughts? Uh, so far, so good. Not much more to say already. Yeah. Um, tonight, tonight's night. Need to watch it. I've, I've avoided social all day because of it. Is that just because you don't have any friends? or? Well, that too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that too. But, so, um, I'm not a wrestling fan. For people that aren't, WrestleMania is the it's, it's an annual thing. Right? It's an annual right, thing. It's in its thirty third year now. Um, it's it's the biggest event off the wrestling calendar. Um, it's been going for three years, obviously. So this is this is the wrestling equivalent of an FA Cup final, or is it bigger than that? Uh, Champions yeah, League. Super, yeah, Champions League final. Um, Super Bowl. You put, it, you put you're putting it right up there with the best the the masters yeah right up there with it, the well, peak of sporting sporting entertainment yeah yeah um not real sport but entertainment uh yeah so it, it is in its 33rd year it's going yeah so far so good i've only seen 45 minutes of it um and there's one big fight at the end is there, is there that how it oh, well it's, it's been it's a good card so there's a lot going on speaking of cards actually um I went to kickboxing on... Um, it's like, well, your face is so mashed up. Let me out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that is normal anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on, uh, on Saturday night at the O2. Um, what a weird mix of people. Really? I've never so seen so many children, couples and lads in one sitting. It's not... Is there a better first date than kickboxing? Kickboxing and a few beers. If you've ever had a better first date than that, answer on a postcard. That's the intri- that's the opening question next week. What's the best date you've ever had? And kickboxing, that's right up there for me. Would you would you would you would you take the missus to kickboxing? I mean, me personally, probably not. Why? Um, kickboxing, isn't it? It was it was it was. They also did this thing where they played this ridiculously annoying. Music during rounds. It wasn't heroes in white and blue. Was it? No. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a. It was like all I could describe was like a flute, which probably couldn't be any further. No, really. There's probably the least aggressive instrument <laughs> that you've got out there is the flute. It was literally just a flute on loop. Brilliant. For three minutes, for five rounds. So it's a lot of flute. There's a lot, a lot of, of flute. Fluting. Um, 
If you had to have a wrestler play you in a film, who would it be? The Rock. See, I, I was certain, I was certain it was going to be Rey Mysterio. <laughs> 619. <laughs> that could be the name of the film. 619 starring Rey Mysterio. And it's just him, mask on, in the media world, going about his day. <laughs> not coming to podcasts because life's getting in the way. Sorting a rash out. All of that stuff. That'd be great. That'd make millions. Do you reckon he's got a lot of tattoos though? I don't have tattoos. But you don't see them, right? Well, you don't see the ones on his face because he's got a mask on. Doesn't have any in his face. Huh? Doesn't have any. Well, we don't know, do we? We don't, that's <laughs> either, we don't know. That's a mystery. It's a cliffhanger. <laughs> we don't know. Part two. For a sequel. Part two, yeah. 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 Um, the Rock. Oh, uh, well, just because he's a hunk. You, you look similar. Because he's a hunk yeah. of a man, and yeah. as am I. Similar. Um. What about you? Who, who would you? Uh, who would pl- I'm not. I don't really know me wrestling all that well, to be Hulk, honest. Hulk Hogan, aged. Hulk Hogan. Mm, not sure. The only w- real one I remember is Stone Cold. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Do you reckon? But I don't really think you play me. But he's just the only real wrestler I know. I, so I, I, I can see that. I'd probably go for him. I can see that. Because he's the only one I know. Yeah, no, I can see that. Anyway, you like your alcohol, don't you? Enough. Who doesn't? Yeah, well, I don't. Um, <laughs> Racist. Um, <laughs> should we move on and talk about football now? So that's well. I mean, that's if, like, if, that, if that's all the questions, then yeah. That's I mean, welcoming you back. Um, it's a pleasure to be back, and it's a pleasure to see you. Moving on to actual proper questions. So some serious questions that have come from the listeners this week. If you could pick three players from the last thirty years to be in the Spurs starting team for the rest of time, who would they be? The players won't age, so don't worry. You're not going to have if you decide to pick. Ben Wysoukoto. You won't have a 60-year-old Ben Wysoukoto in, in 25 years' time. Can't think of anything worse, to be honest. So, what than a 65-year-old Ben Wysoukoto? <laughs> My left back, yeah. yeah. He'd be as quick, wouldn't he? So, um, Three players. It can be absolutely anyone. Who would you, who would you go for um, and why? I just want to say thanks for briefing me on this question beforehand. No I haven't thought, haven't thought about it. Because um, so normally you do do a lot of prep for these podcasts. <laughs> normally you turn up, Abbas turns up normally with pages and pages of pages of unwritten books. With just absolutely nothing on. Um, there you go you've bought yourself 10 seconds there free play oh do you want me to go first yeah Should perfect I go first? yeah go so my first one hands down the king the man the legend Ledley King just I mean the thought of a back three of King Alderweireld Vertonghen is crazy crazy scary and he's one of them defenders he's the, his style's timeless like he will there will never be a style of football that he doesn't fit in with. He could have played in the 60s. He could play when he played. He could play in the modern day. There, 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 there's, honestly, there's no type of football that he couldn't do. If it was fast-paced, not an issue. If it was slow and technical, fine. If it was a big physical game where you've got to stand up, not a problem. So Ledley would be my first person in. He's in there, absolute guaranteed, next 30 years. Um, I would also have, not because he's the best player in the world, but... For me, he was just one that I loved watching. That's Robbie Keane. Loved watching him. Um, Interesting. Enthusiastic player. Clinical. I just, I'd, I've never got tired of watching Robbie Keane play, ever. He used to score so many different types of goals. He was quite a cheeky player. He's very cheeky. Like he would always get, a, he'd always score a back heel or he'd be getting nutmegs. So he'd be doing something. Um, and like I said, there's, there's definitely been better strikers I've seen, but I loved him. And he could work in a partnership. He could play up on his own. He could play on the side if he had to. So I'd have, definitely have Keno up there. I'd, I'd love to have seen Kane and Keane together. Can you imagine that? That would be, that would be quality. That would be quality. But Robbie Keane's just a personal one for me. Um, and then the other one, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave out a couple of the best players that I've seen play for Spurs out of this list. But it's got to be Bale. I have, to, I have to have Bale on this. He's the best player that I've seen. Yeah. He's the most ruthless player that I've seen us ever have. And if we had him in our team at the minute with seven points behind Chelsea, he would be worth seven points so far this season, comfortably. Um, so to have him in the team would just be, he would be the like the player we lack, like that one Star real, real worldie. Not the saying that we haven't got players that can potentially go on and be that, but we don't have, at the moment, that player that could would just pick the ball up, bang, yeah. and just, like, it would just completely change the game. So I think them three... Two brilliant players, one player that I just really like watching. But to have them three just throughout the rest of time, that would that would be a great one. You've had your thinking time. Yeah, no. Um, and can, do I have to go for? Can I go for the same players or some a few of the same players? You can't have them. Sorry, they're gone. Fuck. Sorry. That's uh, if you'd have read the small print, uh, then that had 
<laughs> I had it specified. Okay, so we're not picking the same place as you. Um, I'd go Luca. Yep. Um, possibly, possibly someone like right as as a foil Berber. Oh yeah, great um, player to watch Berber off. With his like, because he had Berber had something about him that I've not seen in many players at the lane. Um, he just had. He, he was Bulgarian. He's uh, <laughs> languid. He was so languid, and he was just so good at what he did. Um, I imagine just him and him and Kane, like the same as like Kane and Keane. Mm. Just oh, it would just be so good. That um, would be, that would be it good. would be awesome, and you know, like obviously, I'd I'd probably have Berber playing as a strike and Kane slightly behind. And also, in, in 30 years' time, because these players don't age, when Kane's left us, what a strike partner for the next forward to be playing alongside Berbatov. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't have solved that any better, could yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> Only got one more? Um, you must have a bit of a weird one. There must be one that... That grin there. No, no, no. Obviously, you guys don't have the pleasure of seeing that, but there was just a really weird grin there as I said that. So you've, you, there's obviously someone from no, mind. I mean, I wouldn't take, I wouldn't have Pascal Chimwanda. <laughs> 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 Thank God he did age. Thank God. We wouldn't want to be stuck with him, would you, for the rest of the time? Um, other than that, probably Klinsman. Oh, Jurgen, yeah. But Overlooked. again, but if we've been, if we're thinking about this logistically, so you've basically just said how, you don't want any more forwards coming through because you've got Klingsman Berbatov for the next thirty years. Well, can you? Well, that's, I, a, that's a huge statement. Imagine Klingsman Berbatov and Kane as a front three. Well, not in as a front, but as your three strikers. But one of them you're going to put on the bench. Klingsman. Oh no, I don't know. So you've caused yourself a real problem here. There's already a mutiny in the changing rooms. <laughs> So okay, so lost we're, dressing room. we're not. <laughs> it's not the first time. Yeah. Football, football managers yeah. tell me that. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it clean. Yeah. <laughs> so we're not. Uh, uh, let's take Klinsman out of the equation. Uh, David Ginola. Oh, brilliant player. You know his name comes up a lot. Whenever we ask people who's the best player they've seen, who's the favourite, Ginola's name comes up all well, the time. I think it's because we signed him at a time when we were shit. <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> No, we, we weren't great. That's a nice way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we were bad. And he left... I don't know... I don't Because I, I, I was quite young, so I don't remember the backstory about why he left Newcastle. But Newcastle were, on a whole, a much better team than we were. And we, I remember we used to go to St. James' Park and get spanked pretty often. You'd be well happy with a point. Yeah. And we used to be happy with a point every week, regardless. <laughs> home or away, it doesn't matter. Take a draw. Definitely take a draw. And, um, you know, and he left Newcastle for, you know, for us. And I, I don't know what the backstory is or was around that, but f- he was just full of class and he, he could literally put it out the hat on any given moment. He could literally give him the ball, like that goal against Barnsley he scored in the uh, FA Cup. Yeah. Unreal. Brilliant. Uh- no, I agree with you. He was a quality player. Um, Can you just imagine that, like him at the peak of his powers in that team right now? It'd be decent. It'd be decent. He'd, he'd, he'd probably, yeah, he'd, I reckon he'd start. <laughs> yeah, that's nice, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jurgen doesn't know. He's on the bench. <laughs> He's fuming on the bench. Um, we did actually, so I know we asked you a few questions about where you'd been recently because you've not been here. Yeah. So we've actually had a couple of questions from Junior Salanga. Um, <laughs> Always, always good to hear from Junior. Not, um, what's the opportunity? Um, he's back from so he's back from his holiday. From um, where did he go? Uh, I think he was in Iceland for a couple of weeks, but he's gone back to he's gone back to Africa. Um, so he's still tuning what, in there, which is great. How, why? Why was it? I mean, how how often do you speak to him? What Junior? Yeah. Um, most most nights just before I go to sleep. I'll give Junior a ring and we'll have a chat. So you'd know why he went to Iceland then? Just to catch up. I think he just wanted to change his scenery. <laughs> I think that was really what he said. Um, but where, always where, good to speak to Junior. Where, Whereabouts in, uh, in Africa is he from? <clears throat> um, so his question <laughs> is, 
If a jogger runs at the speed of sound, can he still hear his iPod? <laughs> um, great question, Junior. Yeah, really good question. Um, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say Is no. There, um, and have you got sort of logic behind that? Um, no. I'm Brilliant. Just, I mean, I mean, I would need to conduct further scientific tests in order to to see if this is correct. Mm. Oh, speaking of, so, so this is one of the things that I have been doing, so I can, I can divulge. Run um, it, is this running at the speed of sound? No, <laughs> I wish. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've picked up a new hobby, people. Um, astronomy. Oh, not this again. Here we go. There's so many people that have just turned off listening when they've heard you talk about astronomy. Hang Before on. we get into, maybe we can have a weekly Abbas astronomy fact Okay. Every week you yeah, come that, to us. That works. Come to, so we'll just do Junior's second question. Okay. And then we'll do your astronomy fact. And his second question is, do vegetarians eat animal crackers? I'm going to say yes. Have you seen it firsthand? Um, I, know if, I, know if you, I know of a few airy-fairy vegetarians. Brilliant. Um, Abbas's astronomy fact of the week. Dun. 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 Right, so everyone, there's a documentary on Netflix called Cosmos, A Space Odyssey. <laughs> Sorry, say that again, Chris. <laughs> Cosmos, A Space Odyssey. Can you spell that? What, what word? <laughs> Any word. <laughs> I can spell A. <laughs> no, sorry, sorry, go on. Um, and so this documentary was released in 2014, so it's not overly, so it's a bit old. Um, and if we were to take, I don't know if I, t- if I have I told you this one, if we were to take the whole of um, time and space and the whole universe as a whole as a calendar year, humans only came on this earth in the last 15 seconds of the final day on, in that calendar year. There you go. There you go. Abbas's Astronomy Fact of the Week, everyone. Brilliant. Make sure you bring... I mean... I want a fact a week. That literally just makes you feel... Makes you feel a bit... Mesmerising. Makes you feel It's quite small. therapeutic, listening to you talk about astronomy, actually. Well, I can call you up tonight if you want, and... Uh... Um, I've got to speak to Junior, so... <laughs> 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 I can't make I'm afraid. Um, back to Spurs. Yep. Back um, you're having a dinner party. You can invite three Spurs players or managers. Who would they be? Uh, what, how, long are we, how long are we going now? as far back as you want to go so I think I would have Bill Nicholson 100% yep to meet him would be incredible he's my favourite player so I'd have Ledley again I know all my questions always have Ledley as an answer but I'd definitely have Ledley um, and the third one I'd like someone that's like a bit of a joker or a bit rogue just because to add something to the, so someone like David Bentley oh what about Timothy Tubar? it's more laughing at with a tuba rather than rather than laughing with him they'd probably be my three what would your three be so if you were going to go for someone rogue I'd I'd go I'd say Wilson Palacios and I mean is there any any particular reason I just want to see if his brothers are alright oh my god he's had a lot of trouble with his brothers recently well not recently in the last ten years I, can't, I honestly can't believe you said that Wilson Palacios the other two um, and I can't pick the same people you have you can't that's annoying because you would have picked David Bentley <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I'd go for Hugo just because he's a you want something to look at just really, he's a good looking yeah. man yeah. good looking man um, and I'd probably go uh, Chirpy <laughs> what a combination Chirpy Hugo Loris Wilson Palacios and Abby Chuggy all sat round this dinner table. And what would you have to eat? Chicken. Brilliant. What else, eh? Um, massive, massive result of the weekend. That Burnley game. We went into it. We knew it was going to be a tough game. We previewed it. The last podcast we did. One of the best home records in the league, Burnley. They're very compact, difficult to break down. They gave us a really tough game at the lane. We come back and beat them 2-1. So we were going into it knowing it, it was definitely not going to be an easy game. Um, 15 minutes in, nothing had really happened apart from the fact that Crystal Palace were 2-1 up at Chelsea, which at that stage, I think we were all getting a bit excited about it, but thinking it's 15 minutes in, it's not going to make too much difference. Both games are 
half time, we're nil nil, Chelsea are two one down, and you're thinking if we can just get that goal, if we can get in front, they are fanciest to hold on and get the win. It comes through an unlikely source, Eric Dyer. First goal of the season, I think. Yep. For Eric. Um, really, really nice finish, actually. It was, it, it, well. it was a very good finish. Composed, tucked it in the corner. Danny Wayand as well, which was great. All the fans went mad. Um, that was brilliant. And then with about, was it about 12, 30 minutes to go, Sun off the bench. Brilliant. couple of brilliant paths on that second. Ericsson, first of all, Rob's Joe Barton, which is ironic. Um, <laughs> Big 50-60 yard ball over the top. Ali runs onto it. The cross from Ali, which in my opinion got completely overlooked in all the analysis matches no one talked about. That ball in from Ali was unbelievable. That was the goal. All yep. Sun had to do was tap it in. That ball from Ali was absolutely incredible. 2-0 up. Game's done. Crystal Palace is still winning at Chelsea. And you're thinking, my God, we've cut the gap to seven points here. Like That, that is a massive, massive weekend for us. Um... What did you think about the game? Did you watch the game? I was um, just listening so to I, it. So I saw the first 74 minutes. Cause, um, <laughs> roughly. Roughly, yeah. Because yeah, I obviously um, had the boxing that I needed to go, the kickboxing that I needed to go to. Um, so the first half, I think I mentioned, I said it in the group chat, that it was nothing short of abysmal, really. Yeah. Um, but that's the type of game Burnley wanted, right? Exactly. And, and, and I... I said that they set up very well and, and they were they, they were content in containing us and that's exactly what they did for 45 minutes and an extra 20 minutes in the second half. Um, second half, the game changed slightly when we started to find a bit more space as they tired. Um, and we, we had a few shots on goal where, yeah. um, was it Heaton? Yeah, uh, made he's a few. He made a couple good. very good saves. He looks a um, bit like a Sunday league keeper. He as does, well, doesn't he? He does look like an elite. I mean, but he 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 did well. He got he got down a few times and made a couple of good saves. Um, I wasn't really worried about the Chelsea game because I always thought that they would come back. I yeah, mean, it was just I a did. given. I mean, at two one, I was like, All right, nice. After about twenty minutes, I was like, okay, and I just immediately knew. Oh, I immediately thought that they're going to come. They're going to win this four-two. Yeah. They'll probably get to half time at two-one, and then they'll just kick on the second half and get the win. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we played. Burnley's a tough place to go, and it's, it was literally the perfect weekend for us, especially yeah. with Chelsea coming up to. Uh, they, they've got City on Wednesday, Wednesday night, and we've got Swansea. So technically, technically, it could potentially be a four-point gap. The, the the dream scenario is they lose to City, we win. It's four points. On I mean, s- on Saturday, sorry, on Saturday we're the lunchtime game, so we play first and win. Then they're going into their game, and it could be they could be one one point ahead of us going into their so game. So I've got a question for you. Would you rather have the Chelsea City game be a draw and we win, and that being five points, mm. or would you want City to win, close the gap on us, but make and, and we beat Swansea and have it down to four points. I would rather have the Chelsea City game be a draw just to widen the gap between two and four and us win rather than us having just being four points behind but City closing the gap on us. Mm, I know what you mean. I think I'd rather City win because if City win and we win, the gap stays the same for now, right? It would still yeah. they, they wouldn't gain anything on us, but we'd gain on Chelsea. But I get what you're saying. It's still it's a really difficult one because is it realistic? Realistically, taking your Spurs bias hat off, we're probably just a little bit too far behind. We're too far behind. Just a little bit too far behind. If we still had to play them in the league, then I'd think yeah. seven's okay because you could beat them in a one-off game. It's I agree. difficult because it's like you're sort of looking over your shoulder. But then it's, it's I saw a tweet um, and it's. Like, we might not finish top four, but we might win the league. Yeah, it's mental. It's, it's we ridiculous. We could finish six, or we could finish first. Yeah, it's mental. Um, but we're eleven points in front of the lot down the road. Eleven. Yeah, I know they've I got mean, a game in hand, but I'm we're not, eleven I'm, points. I, I'm not. I refuse to talk about them. I'm not having. I'm not talking about them. Well, we've been having, eleven points, twelve points, whatever it is, until it's mathematically impossible. Even then. <laughs> <laughs> even then. <laughs> But we've been having the conversation about whether or not we should or shouldn't be doing mind the gap. No. Nope. So should nope. you be getting in the face of nope. Arsenal fans and being nope. like, you're 11 points nope. back, blah, nope. blah, blah. No. Nope. No. Nope. Why not? 
because it was by us on the arse. No chance. Just, I've, no, no. If anyone who listens to this pod does Mind the Gap, then stop doing it. Just, just have a... Mind the Gap. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm with you on this one. Um, and to be honest, I'm... I'm ASD, looking, ASD. I'm not... I, I mean, I don't know if he's... If he does it just to piss me off, but it really works. That'd be unlike him, wouldn't it? No, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not worried about Arsenal. I'm honestly could not care what's going on there. I'm looking at the space above us and thinking, realistically, we're not going to get top, but we could we could finish runner up. Like that, I genuinely think that's a really, a really, really realistic aim for us this season is to get that second spot. And I'm not worried about what Arsenal are doing. To be honest, I'm just worried about what we're doing. If we go on and and continue the season as we've done so far I, we will I, I'm very very confident that we'll end up coming second so, so just, I just pulled up the league table whilst yeah. you were speaking um, so United are currently in fifth and they're nine points behind with a game in hand so assuming worst case scenario they win their game in hand they're six points behind yeah. with nine games to go to me six points isn't a big difference like I mean, we've still got... But still, six points with nine games to go. We've got, bearing in mind, we've got United to come. We would have to lose as many games in the last nine games as we have all season. Yeah, but who's to say that that's not going to happen? I mean, we, we look at a lot... We've looked, look at our recent history in the last month and a half of a Premier League season, going back the last five or six years, and you can see that losing three games in nine isn't difficult. I think that we've... Uh, Looking at our fixtures, no disrespect for some of the teams we're playing, I think there's only really three, I think, tough games in that. And that's Arsenal at home, Man United at home, West Ham away. But I'd be confident in taking seven points out of that. At home this season, we've been on another level. I agree, I agree. But it's all, like, just need to err on the side of caution. I know what you mean. It's... all, like we've had a good run. We've had 15 games on being at, at home in the league, and we've won 13 of them, I believe. But we've got three. We've got who? So we've got Watford. Watford at the weekend. So we've got Swansea and Watford this week. So we've got four home games left, right? We've got Watford, Bournemouth, Arsenal, United. Yep. Technically speaking, we should beat Watford and Bournemouth. Yep. Six points. Technically, like, as if... Result, you'd expect that. You'd expect that. Arsenal, in cu- on current form, you'd, again, expect to beat them. But it's a North London derby, and you don't need to look any further than last season when we were 2-1 up against 10 men, mm. and they came back and they drew. But the thing is, I think, so you said that, if, if United like, win their game in hand is six points, we would then have to lose to both Arsenal... And Man United, yeah, and we've got a better goal difference as well than those sides, I believe. So that's that's worth another point. Yeah, we've got ours is at plus thirty six, and United and Arsenal respectively is nineteen twenty two. So I I think realistically, losing at home to Arsenal, Man U, I don't think would happen. I really, really would struggle to see that happening. But you never know. But I, we're in such a healthy position. We're in a good we? position. Like, we're in such a great position. To be fair, like. Because, because I've been burnt too many times by Spurs, I'm still looking down and rather than looking up. Yep. Um, seven points for me, the league is it's gone. It's not going to happen. Um, if we were seven points in front of the team below us, would would you say they can't catch us? See, it's interesting, isn't it? Because that team would be Liverpool, who would have played a game more. So it's in, it's a really really interesting debate. Where do you think right now? Where do you think we'll finish this season? Um, second. Yeah, I do as well. I do as well. I think we'll finish second. Um, but that's not to say that it can't all go like pear shaped and we won't finish fifth. Um, and, and, and there's no like and, bigger and, gaps have been closed. And it's not to say that Chelsea might not have Chelsea like Chelsea have not. If you look at if you look at Chelsea and Spurs in particular, we've not had any bad runs. So Chelsea had a, had a. Bit of a shaky start to the season when they might have lost the first yeah. when they lost a couple of games in the first six, but apart from that they've pretty much won every single game apart from Spurs and, and Palace. Palace one, they've pretty much won every single game. They yeah. don't even draw games; they just win. Yeah. And we've we've 
had a period where we we went for a period where we didn't lose, but we drew about like five or whatever yeah. in a row. And like neither team has had truly a rough patch. And no matter who you are, no matter where you are in the league, I every thought that team... was going to be an inspirational quote. Then. <laughs> <laughs> chance, chance would be a funny yeah. thing, wouldn't it? Um, like every team has a rough patch. Yeah. Now I'm just wondering, have did Chelsea have their rough, rough patch at the beginning of the season where they had like five or six games and that was that done, they got out of the system and they're going forward? Did Spurs have theirs at the beginning of, um, like, in the games like eight to 14 yeah. where we won like one game out of six or whatever it was? Or is, is it still to come? And with recent history of Spurs, it would suggest it's still to come. Mm. It's interesting. It's really interesting. I think... There were some interesting comments from Pochettino. It was press conference just saying about how much, not the, not necessarily the team or the club, but him as a person, how much he has learned from last season's running and that he thinks he's a better manager, a better coach, a better person from the experiences last season. The draw at Chelsea, the draw against West Brom. Um, he says that he's just a better all-round manager from that experience. So from listening to him speak, it actually... Yeah, it sounds like he's pretty confident going into these final games and as we should be like the, the teams we've got to play we haven't lost to anybody outside the top six we're only playing two teams in the top six in, in the final running so I think I think we're in a pretty healthy position just going back to the Burnley game yes so the only negatives from it were the injuries to Wanyama and to Winks um, Janssen came off as well right yeah but I think I think that was just he was just shattered um, the Wanyama one doesn't seem that bad he's a he's a out for the game against Swansea on Wednesday but he'll probably be fit for it the Winks one however that does look really does bad look and bad. it's a shame because he's you can tell he's a good kid and he's he's um, he's taken to the Premier League like a duck to water um, he's composed he's quite skillful you know he, he can pick a pass he can he can make a tackle he's got a, he's got a lot about him and it's a shame that, and I just hope that it doesn't you know, he's not out for too long and doesn't curtail his development. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, but it, by it does look like he's out for the whole season going forward yeah, now. Yeah, it's going it, to be tough for him to because we've got nine games left. It's going to be tough for him to, if he's got to have an operation or anything on it. It's yeah. going to be tough for him to come back. There's not been any news, has there? Nothing yet. It's just he had scans. It's to be honest, it's never good when it's a scan. It best case scenario is it would be a month until we can be back in training. In training, so he but might even make then, the last few games. He, never, he might, but it's yeah. looking unlikely. Um, I mean, I'm. I mean, as as worrying as that is, I we're a better team with Rose in it, and we're a better team when Kane's up front. Um, so Poch, I believe, was he had well not good news, but he was more positive about Kane. Yeah. Um, potentially, he said he's training with the first team again. Is That's that correct? Great. That's great. Um, he never. He might. He might make the bench for the Watford game. He might. I, I think Swansea will definitely be too soon. Swansea's too soon. But you never know. He um, might get on the bench for Watford, which would be a massive boost. And he would, yeah, because it would have been a four-week injury, correct? Yeah. yeah. Um, but then if he doesn't make the Watford game, then it's the... Do you know what I mean? It isn't, if he misses both games this week, I'd still expect us to take six points, even without him. I still think two wins. But, but interestingly, obviously he was at the Burnley game, Janssen. I'd like to talk about that. Yes. He, from the from the footage that I did see, it actually looked like he had a good game. I thought Jansen had a good game. He held the ball um, up well. What yeah. he's good at is, when we've got a lot of possession and we're forcing teams back and they're defending their penalty area, you can just play it into his feet. Yeah. Because it just holds he, the man so, off. He's so good at... He's and got he just play, such we play good one strength. two off of him. He's so good. And especially against teams like Burnley, who, no, no disrespect, aren't... They're not the greatest football inside and they're a lot more physical. You need someone like him up front. I feel like he's more suited to a game like Burnley than someone like Harry Kane is. Um, That's a massive statement. That is a massive statement. So not in a sense, oh, like, how, like how, how, how can I explain it? Like, in a sense that because he's so strong and powerful and because he can hold off, like, you can play into his feet. Not to say you can't do it with Kane, but... I feel like there's a lot more options with Janssen back to goal than that it is. That is a huge... So what, 
I get what you. I, I do get what you're saying, and I think I think he had he had a good game against Burnley. Obviously, he didn't quite manage to get a goal, but there are a few really nice layoffs and chances that he created from doing that. And it was a bit. It was an interesting debate really going into that Burnley game. Was do you play Janssen because, like you say, Burnley are a big physical team, or do you not because does playing him play into their hands? But fair play to him. Uh, he had and a good game. I'd I'd start him on uh, on Wednesday as well. Hundred percent. But I think as well from, because of the injuries and that we've got. You'd probably expect Janssen and Son to start, probably, because and we've got I, quite a few injuries. He's yeah. probably going to have to go back to a back four, push Dyer into midfield, Dyer and Dembele. That's probably what he's going to have to do. And then almost play Son, see, the problem, Ali Eriksson, Janssen. The problem with Son starting is I just don't see, I just don't see him as a starter. Mm-hmm. I just don't see it. I mean, at home against, like, if he was at home against Wednesday, I'd say, yeah, let's start Sun. So would you go Sissoko? Would you give him... Because it's, it's pretty much going to be Sissoko, Janssen or Sun. Two of them are going to start, most likely. Yeah, so, I'd, so uh, Sissoko didn't have too bad a game when he came on. He had a, good, he had a chance thing that he blazed out of Burnley. <laughs> <laughs> Ball still travelling, he's gone into Blackburn. Um, <laughs> it bubbled. It's yeah. bubbled yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I'd, go, I'd go Sissoko... I'd rather because if you look at who's better off the bench, if if we're looking at the bench after sixty, let's say it's no no after sixty five minutes, and we're looking at the bench and who can change the game, I wouldn't pick Sissoko. Mm. I'd pick Son. That's a, it's an interesting way of looking at it. Really interesting way of looking at it. Because um, you have your plan A. Your plan A would be all right. Let's play with Sissoko, and if we get a goal, then you know, awesome. Where we're we're winning one 0 or two 0 whatever it is, and. Then Son can come in and you know go out a tired defence, but if it's no no after sixty five minutes and Son's played and he's been ineffective and is putting to so come on going to change it exactly and I'd say ninety percent of the time no because he's not that good. Mm. That's interesting. And what would you do in the fullback situation? Because so Trippier played against Burnley. And again, he was outstanding. Oh, his, so good. His crossing wasn't quite as on it as it normally is, but his all-round play again was excellent. And he, he's honestly, he's been so good this season when he's played. If Walker is fully fit and available, do you bring Walker back yeah. in for the yeah, season? Yeah, yeah, you bring you, would. you bring Walker back in straight away. Because um, Wa- Walker and Rose are your first choice left backs, without a doubt. Uh, yeah, you'd bring you bring you bring back in without. And also, like Trippier played Saturday, so it's two games in midweek. And, you know, it's quite, you know, bombing up and down yeah. takes a lot out of you. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see what he does. I would imagine Walker comes back in, but I, I think Trippier has been so good in the games he's played. Yeah, I mean... It's just been quality to as him. You, as you've said before, the biggest compliment you can, you can pay someone is if they come in for someone and you don't notice them. Yeah. Yeah, completely agree with that. Completely agree with that. Um, prediction about a Swansea game there? I guess... The, the thing we've got to be most careful about is set pieces. Siggy. Because Sig- well, Sigurdsson's he's dead ball expert, isn't he? That's what he does. If, if we give a free kick or we give a corner away, he'll put a great cross in or he'll get a shot on target. So that's I, the biggest I, thing. I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried about the game in the sense that because I've bigged up Siggy quite a lot in the group chat. Oh, the poll actually finished. So I put Bi- out on Twitter. Biased, biased, who's it? the be- better attacking midfielder? Christian Eriksen or Sigurdsson? I think it was 98% Christian Eriksen, 2% Sigurdsson. I think that 2% was just your vote, I think. So <laughs> So it was a bit of a landslide there. Um, but I get what you're saying. He's a threat Sigurdsson. He's their best player. But what we're so good at now is just stopping the best player from the other team. Like You look at the Everton game where Lukaku didn't didn't have a kick. When we've played United, Ibrahimovic has been quiet. Even Chelsea, Costa's had a quiet game. We always seem to stop the main threat from the opposition. And we've stopped, no disrespect, much better players than Sigurdsson. So I think in open play, we should, we should be all right. It's just not giving him an opportunity from a dead ball. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I'm... Yeah, I mean, I see us winning, but just yeah, I don't see us have. I, I don't think we'll keep a clean sheet. That's does it suit? Does it suit us playing them? The fact that they need to win, really. So, so what, you, would you expect them to come out and attack us? So they're seventeenth, um, and 
so Holland Borough, if you just take the fixtures for that weekend. Oh, well, yeah, because Hull, Hull are playing Borough, actually. So it'll be 18th v 19th. So that's a huge game at the bottom of the table. And Swansea are probably looking at our game thinking we could pretend if they draw, if that game's a draw and we win, we put daylight yeah. in between. Yeah. So that could work in our favour in the sense that they'll come out and play. Yeah. And when we've played Swansea previously at at um the Liberty, yeah. they have come out and played. Like if they don't sit like they're they're a good footballing team and they don't sit back. So I'm hoping more of the same, which will play into our hands. We've got a great record against Swansea as well. We always seem to just batter them. Whenever we play them, home or away, we always seem to do pretty well. So I'm quite confident going into that game. Um, I think we'll win. I think we'll go down there. I think we'll win. I'm with you. I do see them scoring, but I think we'll, we'll have enough. See us, I'll probably go for a 2-1. Yeah, I was going to go for a 2-1. For. But, I mean, it's it's a big game because I remember when we we had a small opportunity when we played Sunderland away. And they were another. It was it was a drab no no. And they were another team that were you know they were fighting for survival. They probably go down um, yeah. now. Well, especially after if you read the story about David Moyes today, about he threatened yeah, to slap a female uh, BBC reporter, yeah. which is brilliant. So, what can you even say about that? Nothing. Nothing. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. Um, but you'd go for a two-one, would you, against Swansea? I'd go for a two-one, but like I said, like I just. I mean, I don't want to come across as negative, but it's just got her on the side of caution with these games. Yeah, like, yeah I know what you mean. I know what it's you mean. just like, you know, they're, they're fighting, they are fighting, and any game against any team towards the bottom of the table, no matter how shit they are, it's, it's a potential You never know, game. you never yeah. know. Um, a point from good friend of the show, Carl Woodbridge, is the double still on? Because it is. I hadn't, <laughs> I hadn't, I hadn't even, I honestly, I hadn't even thought about that and was like... Jesus. Like, if, if, it is, it is, right? If Spurs win the double, I will run up and down Philboard's Road in my underwear. Can you do it in your underwear, but also in a Rey Mysterio mask, just shouting 619? Can you do that? Yes. I think as well, you, you should also get an Echoes of Glory tattoo if that happens. <sighs> well, we'll stick with the first two. Fine. But there you go then. So that's a, a promised love on air if we win the double. What about if we don't win the double? What will you do? Cry. Cool. Well, equally as good, really. Um, <laughs> but that was a really good point from Carl. And I was like, that, but that's the optimism that there is now, right? One game, and all of a sudden, we can win the double. Whereas if we'd have lost, it would have been like, oh, we'll struggle for top four. So it's just mad what one fixture does to the outlook on everything. But looking at Chelsea's fixtures, they've got City... Then they've got Bournemouth, which you'd expect them to win. And then they've got United. So there is the next three games is probably, if they're going to drop points, it's going to be there. You'd think if they don't drop points there, the rest of their run-ins is Pretty. okay. And we've got a few trickier fixtures. Yeah. Um, so if we're going to make up on the points, I think it's going to be in the next couple of weeks. I mean, like, I'm, still looking at, I'm still looking at two, three and four and how we can, how that gap needs yeah. to get bigger. Between two, three, and four, and five and six, rather if, than looking on top. If we finish fourth this season, would that be a bad season? Well, fourth and the FA Cup or just fourth? Just fourth. That wouldn't be a bad season. It's not an improvement on last season, but it's not a bad season. Mm. I did Especially see if, say, Arsenal finish sixth, then it's not a bad season at all. Mm. I saw a thing as well that we've now got the same amount of points that we got when we qualified for the Champions League for the first time. That is ridiculous. That is So that is the standard, ridiculous. Of, the standard of the top six. That is so much hard. Realistically, if we'd have been on the points we are now, when we got in the Champions League, we would have been probably top. Probably. Yeah. Or, or, or as good as. So, But I'm confident. I'm confident for Swansea. Um, a quick fantasy league update as well. Oh, let's not um, do this. I've not, I've, not, this. I've not done this for a while. Um, so, at the top of the table, still, and has been for most of the season, haven't got a clue. Managed by Hannick, friend of the show. 51 points this game week, so he's still going strong at the top there. Steve McLaren in second, 46 in that game week. And then the other two Champions League spots, third place, Daniel Goddard-Miller and Hunter Mitchell in fourth. So that's our top four at the minute. And then really, really scrapping it out behind them. Currently sat in the Europa League spots. We've got Adele Mitchell uh, and Chris Carter. 
family of the show, Chris Carter, who was on the other week. Yes. Um, which was a great listen. If you've not listened to that, go back, listen to that episode with uh, me, Chris, and Mr. Latchford Sr. Um, yeah, yeah. So fifth and sixth, they're scrapping it out. And then the front runner, really, from the podcast group, naturally, is myself. So I'm in ninth position at the moment, but I'm quite a way behind Hannick. So I'm about 120 points behind Hannick. So I don't think that I'll be getting back-to-back titles. I was as big as a gap between Spurs and Chelsea. Don't say it. <laughs> Don't say it. Um, so that's a fantasy league update. And obviously, the prize is um, uh, a night out on Abbas for the person that wins their Echoes of Glory fantasy league. So Hannick's looking good for that at the moment. So that was very generous of you as well to put that forward. Yeah, no surprise. worries. I really mean, kind. Really kind. Pleasure. Uh, Pleasure's all mine. I think we'll cover pretty much anything. Is there anything else you want to talk about? <sighs> looking forward, obviously, next week to your astronomy facts. I've got, I've got it lined up already, mate. Brilliant. Well, don't... Don't ruin it. Leave us in suspense got, for a week. I've got a couple now. Bless you. Thanks. I've got a couple actually. I can I can string this out. No, no, no. We won't. We won't have it today. No, no, um, we won't. But I've got two. I've got I've got another couple of weeks sorted there. Excellent, excellent. Um, remember, whatever happens, future's bright. Future's Lily White. Come on, you Spurs. Aussies knees have gone all trembly And the team requires assembly Danny Montlower Local boy Ledley King Greavesy scoring everything Glenn Hoddle, Chrissy Waddle Lee Young-Kyo Casey Keller, USA Woodgate is not fit to play Tramatini, Cudicini Freddie Canute Gary Mavitt in Chilin Sergi Rebra for the win Run for me, Nick on me For three stout Terry Heroes in white and blue We've all loved you since 1882 Even when I'm feeling grey Despite the tears and pain I go to White Hart Lane Lineker playing fair Modric here there everywhere Pat Jennings luscious hair Super Vertonghen Aliyachenko number 9 Nine from the halfway line Villa's running 81 Under Twin Towers Daniel Levy's transfer steals Harry Redknapp steals on wheels Legend Steve Perryman MBE Hugo Loris clean sheet Ball and Stefan Dalmatti I'm playing out White Hart Lane Nicola Bertie Heroes in white and blue This one's for Billy Nick His football did the trick He showed the world what Spurs could do The League and Cup we won in 1961 Aaron Lennon's lime green shoes Gareth Bailey used to lose Alan Hart and we all knew his passport said to Spain Berbatov, turn and strop Hartsy saving from the spot Beat Chelsea at Wembley We lifted the League Cup Maradona is a spur We're the football connoisseurs Chaz and Dave's Cockney raves Chirpy the Cockerel Mendes shoots from halfway Carol fumbling the same Clattenburg Waterberg Doesn't give the goal Mabizela's work of art Tricky Rafa van der Vaart He's got no head but we don't care Martin Martin Yo Lily White's from White Hart Lane Reto Ziegler sounded just like Ziga Getting to the grounds of pain Getting nasty blisters down the Seven Sisters Teddy into equalise Ginger Pele in disguise People speak of the technique that Jason Dozel act Jamie Redknapp on TV We love Alan Mullery Raziak, don't come back Andersimovic Crenshaw substitution Tom Hardlister's distribution Jermaine Defoe, he's Cisco He's linguistic skills Scott Parker could not try harder Danny Rose is 30 yarder Darren Bent's headed wide Sandra could have scored that Heroes in blue and white We sold Sakura and we dropped Samora Spurs make my dark days bright But it makes me sad the Steger was so bad Robbie Keane in the box Edgar David, Dreadlocks, Palacios Stripey Socks, Everson Hattrick Dave Mackay picking fights European Glory Knights Terry Dyson go on my son Cliff Jones on the wing 
Dean Richards, John White, Legendary Lily White, Out there S for Kick, Who Dare Is To Do, Clive Allen, Paul Allen, Joe Allen, Les Allen, Rory Allen, Russell Allen, Alan Gilsey, Lily White from White on Lane, Yuki Soda, Bentley's free kick over, We treat Judas with disdain, Transfer was a farce, so shove him up your ass. Liam Walker's page to go. That's Poirier, freaky cow. Gomez made super saves, he can shag my wife. Edrington loved the bookies. Andy Reid loved the cookies. Star Wars music and some Wookiees right before the game. Heroes in blue and white. When I feel depressed, in got Janola undressed. Point won't give up the fight. Wolfhawks never quits, you can be sure of it Robinson's long shot AVB's deep spot David Howe's on the prowl in the FA Cup Andy Sinton's England call Michael Brown starts a brawl Peter Crouch, eight foot tall Jürgen Klinsmann's dive Arsene Wenger's dodgy vision Howard Webb's bad decision Raman Vega playing Sega Sandro's Kung Fu kick Eric Tors done looking swell Espen Barson Leonard and Smith and Shepard's bound to score Give me more and more and more Heroes in white and blue We love to win style We've done it for a while It's better to rain playing high Then our football story will echo with glory Lily White's from White on Main If the budget allows The anchor will be ours Thanks Dave Henson 44 if he were here, we'd buy the boy a beer Heroes in white and blue This one's for Billy Nick, his football did the trick He showed the world what's for to do The League Cup we won in 1961 Heroes in white and blue We've all loved you since 1882 Even when I'm feeling grey Despite the tears and pain, I go to White Hot Lane To win in style, we've done it for a while It's better to aim playing high Then our football story will echo with glory